0: This is Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. Shine On is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. We are going to meet a shaman who speaks to the trees and the mountains and even your ancestors Itzakbiri grew up atheist, but now has a different belief.
1: The belief that everything in the universe has spirit or energy that can be used for healing. And it's the experience of humans throughout all ancient uh, civilizations.
0: And are you gearing up for a new season of This Is Us? The mom, Mandy Moore, joins us to talk about life choices. And how about choosing to float in a sensory deprivation pool? What the heck is that all about? We'll explore that. First, once a skeptical atheist, there's a spiritual shaman in the city now. Meet shaman Itzhak Biri.
1: Well, shamanic medicine is the collection of all human experience in healing using plants and minerals, liquids or teas from nature and the usage of spirit work. In other words, the belief that everything in the universe has spirit or energy that can be used for healing. And it's the experience of humans throughout all ancient uh, civilizations.
0: Okay, so everything has energy and that's at the basis of shamanic medicine. So how long did you study to become a shamanic healer?
1: I'm on on this path for the last 22 years.
0: On this path for the last 22 years. What kind of changes has this made in your own life?
1: I was raised in kibbutz in Israel as a, an atheist, as a person who have no connection to religious or spirit or the the idea of of God or a higher power. So for me it was a, a change to from a skeptical atheist into uh, a spiritual believer, right? <laughs> and a believer believing in the uh, the ability of the unseen world to. Uh, influence our everyday life, the connection to ancestors, to uh, other spirit. Um, it's a it's a huge uh, change, and but I think that m- most of it is that the ability to have uh, impact on other people's life and help them in their. Transitions and and into in in the uh, healing them in, from suffering.
0: We're talking to Itzhak Biri, and he has a new book out: Shamanic Healing, Traditional Medicine for the Modern World. So there you were in Israel on a kibbutz as an atheist. What was the first energetic thing that captured your imagination, and you thought hmm, maybe there's something different here?
1: Well, you know, we grew up next to a mountain and and um, Mount Gilboa and. Uh, each person has a, a different feeling towards this mountain, and we all have that feeling that the mountain has spirit. It speaks to us. And we grew up so close to nature that uh, we were watching birds and uh, bees and flowers, and we the, the change of seasons and the coming of fruits in the summer. So I think that we all were very in tune with the energy that is the universal energy of growth of of, of what we call God or or the creation.
0: You know, I'm going to tell you a brief story, if you don't mind. I was out on the Hudson yesterday on a paddleboard. Uh Uh-huh. I love to paddleboard. I do it often. And I love the Hudson River. I feel tethered to it. I've never moved far from home because I was born Mm. right near the Hudson River. Well, yesterday on my paddleboard, I fell in the Hudson River. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: and I found myself having a conversation with the river. And I was like, wow. I'm in you now. I said, do you know how you've affected my life? I've never moved far from you. I feel so connected to you now. i actually yes. in you. Anyway, it was just like this weird conversation. I never spoke to a river before. Did you ever speak to the mountain?
1: Well, I I, I sure do, and I sure did, and I'm sure I will. And, and uh, today I speak to the trees, and I speak to plants, and I speak to... That's how what shamans do. They are connected to the spirit, to the essence of... Uh, Of what we call waka or sacred objects, and the river is a a sacred object. It's 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 an entity that has life in it, and you were when you when the when the river claimed you, (laughs) you were surrendered to that energy, and so there's a conversation that happens. Yeah, wonderful.
0: there is a conversation. You mentioned in your shamanic healing, you talk, uh, you, or there's the, the component about ancestors. Now, this is a new subject for me. You're only the second person I've ever discussed this with. How mm-hmm. do our ancestors affect our health and well-being today?
1: Well, um, we have this idea in our uh, society that when the ancestors are when our parents dies or uh, they 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 just die they gone away, but in them um Indigenous cultures, um, most of them believe that their spirit, which is their, their soul part, um, is not connected to the physical body. It, it is an independent uh, en- energy that is moving out of our body. So that energy continued to be part of our life. I had many experiences in my practice as a healer, too, that uh, some of the uh, depression, some of the addictions, some of the um, diseases that People have it's actually connected to their ancestors from uh, that still uh, live in the upper in the upper world on the in the heaven or wherever they are, uh, and they 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 many ways, uh, chart our own life. You know, I can always say from my experience that my great grandfather was a Kabbalistic rabbi and a healer, and he and he dealt a lot with uh, evil spirit and uh, the good and evil. In this world, and it's exactly what I'm doing now. Unbeknown to me, uh, he was guiding me to do this work. So, and you probably can look at, at your life and see that there is some kind of a DNA imprint, or there are some kind of connection between uh, ancestors, uh, your ancestor, to what you do now.
0: Yeah, probably. Prob- I'm gonna. Itzhak, I am going to look at that for sure. Uh, We are talking to Itzhak Biri. He has a new book out on shamanic medicine. So the the life force, the spirit of a person, when it leaves their body, that doesn't mean they leave us, right?
1: Well, uh, no. Um, Those ancestors, uh, in some traditions, they transform themselves to different animals or different trees or different objects and some of them are traveling into the light and transforming into something else and some of them who are not um, complete though they didn't finish what they need to do here they still interact and interfere with our life here they some of those souls don't really know that they were they are dead and they or they want, they still have some business here which they want to uh, complete. Some of them are here to take revenge, uh, some of them to help out. Uh, there are so many different different reasons. It's very much like regular people.
0: Well, that's a new one on me. Some of them are here to take revenge. I assume that once they crossed over or crossed out of this world, they became nicer.
1: <laughs> once, hope so. I had one client who had uh, a very painful problems with the groins. Uh, It turned out that um, his aunt from the other side was grabbing there and uh, pulling hard and she needed to be extracted out. uh, And then once that done, the pain gone away.
0: Well, that is amazing. That is amazing. So did you... It is amazing. Yeah.
1: Another client that uh, her mother, who passed away many years ago, was still holding on to her left shoulder. And once I convinced in the spirit world to, for her to release that left shoulder, the, that pain that was there for many years were gone.
0: Wow. Wow. You know, I, I'd like to say that, that I've never heard of that, but I do have a friend whose deceased parent is... Still around and and just just draining energy, just draining energy. So <clears throat>
1: that's right. I have
0: so, I have heard of that. Yes. Yeah. This groin pulling, Itzhak. That's a new one on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was new to me, and I hope it never happened to you or to me.
0: Okay, I hope the same. Let's talk about how our listeners could use things in your book to make themselves healthier, happier, more connected to spirit? What kind of tips or guides could you leave with us?
1: Well, I think that um, your experience in the Hudson is a a great example. Is to be intimate with nature. Uh, Go and touch a tree, hug a tree. When you drink the water, feel that quality of that life energy that comes in. Uh, Speak to the clouds, speak to to the air, I mean, to all the four elements. Fire, the transformative uh, power of our life the the water that gives life, the earth that gives us the ground, the air that is bringing give, give us the oxygen and and changes of life, so all of that are so important and and we just have to be aware conscious and um there are so many plants and minerals are already in our home. Herbs that we can use for healing. It's it's right there in your home and you can use it. You don't have to go to the medicine shelf or to the doctor's for everything that you have. Uh, You can heal yourself in many many ways.
0: Right. Save that copay. You know, I will go to uh, the Hudson River tonight on the banks of the Hudson River (laughs) and I will do yoga outside. It's a wonderful summer (laughs) class. And during that class, we thank the skies and we thank the earth and you know we're very much aware of we're in nature I do speak to the clouds a lot tell us what kind of conversations we could have with the trees what do we say to the trees and can they deliver messages for us
1: well of course because um, all trees are connected you know they they have a very sophisticated communication between all trees all around the world so they can if you connect with them if you speak to them that these trees can send messages to the trees in the Amazon You can ask whatever you feel. I mean, hold a tree and and ask the tree what what he needs or what it needs don't ask only for yourself <laughs> ask for the world ask for uh, for the well-being of the, the planet and for the trees itself and then ask for it, for help for yourself and and i'm sure that once you hold a tree that energy will come into your body and you will feel a lot more stronger and powerful like the tree itself
0: oh i'm gonna hug a tree this afternoon A couple of them. You know, it's funny. I do treat my houseplants as if they were members of my family.
1: They are.
0: Yeah, and I love them, and I care for them, and I have a little plant in the bathroom that doesn't seem to be doing so well. Maybe I should take it out of the bathroom now that I say it out loud.
1: (laughs) Well, they they need to be there to change the energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But But, anyway, I think that if you you go to the Hudson River, uh, why don't you bring a basket of uh, fruit and flowers and make a Prayer, uh, uh, toss it into the water and give the, the goddesses of water a blessing and an offering. Uh, that's a way for, for us to, to show uh, our gratitude to uh, nature.
0: That's a beautiful thought. Thank you. Itzak Biri is our guest. He has a new book out, and the book is called again?
1: It's called Shamanic Healing Traditional Medicine for the modern world. There
0: are things in our house that we can use to heal ourselves in our kitchen cupboards. Give us an example.
1: <laughs> Of course, of course. There are sea salt, apple vinegar, there are mint, there are cinnamon, there are many different herbs, different minerals. Uh, You can burn sage to remove, change the air, to clean the air. There are so many different things you can do. I mean, it's all written in this book. That book, I really wanted to give all the secrets, all the the know-how that ancient people kept secret for so many years, uh, for us in the modern world to use. so we can be more uh, connected, our community will be more connected, and we can be more connected to the universe.
0: Okay. You said you were the great-grandson of a Kabbalistic healer? Yes. <laughs> and then you were raised atheist. Where was the disconnect?
1: When my parents came to Israel, they wanted to create a new, a new society. A just society, a socialist society that is uh, not re- resemble any of the religious Jewish tradition that was in Europe. So that's why they built the kibbutzim, you know, the, the the communes, and so that's where I grew up.
0: Okay, so there was no religion there, but you found your way back.
1: Yes, and uh, I, I found my way back into that teaching through um, the Andes, uh, Brazilian uh, indigenous uh, world from all over the world. <laughs> Well, the importance of that uh, of the the new period that we are now is it's, it's a period of of, of awakening, of realizing real, real, realizing that, we have what it takes that we are all shamans, we are all healers, and we have responsibility to heal ourselves, to heal our families, communities, and to feel to heal the world, and we can't have this power away to the medical institutions, to the government institutions, to the financial institutions, to the army, we have that power. We, it's a time that we're all the veil comes down and we have to see truth for what it is.
0: Heal the world. Itzhak Biri, find him in New York City and at itzhakbiri.com. Mandy Moore from This Is Us is on a campaign to help young women plan their lives. That's in store as we shine on.
1: When Stacy Mason Sotilli, a 37-year-old mother of two, was 11 months old, she was diagnosed with sickle cell anemia. For Stacy, the disease has caused gallbladder disease, pulmonary hypertension, and temporary blindness. I've been in and out of the hospital, usually hospitalized three to four times a year. Each time I go into the hospital, I'm in a painful crisis. I have pain all over my body. And one of the things that help with that pain is the blood transfusions. I need the blood provided from the New York Blood Center. And without it I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be able to share my life with my children. Stacy owes her life to the generosity of those who donate blood. Please think about Stacy and all the others you can help by donating blood. Give blood. People can't live without it. A message from New York Blood Center helping to save lives in the greater New York area including New York City, the Hudson Valley, Long Island, and New Jersey. Visit nybloodcenter.org or call us at 1-800-933-BLOOD.
0: Joey and Grace LaPenna are parents to a new baby girl and a new business, Mountain Float Spa. If you haven't tried it yet, you may have heard of it. If you like restorative yoga, relaxing in poses with lots of support, you may love this buoyant warm water experience. Grace helps us dip a toe into this warm pool of relaxation.
2: Before we got into flotation, I actually had been doing a lot of yoga studies. I had gotten my 500 hour in New York City at Laughing Lotus. And after that, I really got interested in restorative yoga. So I studied with Judith Lasseter, and she's like the queen of restorative yoga. So after I studied restorative yoga, I realized there is definitely a need for people to slow down and stop. So maybe we need to stop working out so much and kind of take that time to be quiet and calm. And that's right when I found out about flotation therapy, right after I'd finished studying restorative. So Joey and I went to float because the float center had opened up in my hometown. And when we went and floated, I just realized that this is exactly what restorative was, except that you didn't have to depend on the quality of the teacher or the yoga space or the studio. So I thought that this was just the perfect situation for creating a restorative environment.
0: When I come to a mountain float spa, what do I do? What do I wear? What, how do I jump in? What's it all, what's it like? So when you come into
2: float, it's actually quite simple. We have everything there for you. If you have contacts, you can remove your contacts. You would remove any jewelry, simple things like that. Everyone required to take a five-minute shower, scrub themselves off with all of our organic products, and then once you do that, you step into the float cabin, and that's it. It's very simple. You float, and then when you get out, you shower again just to get the salt off.
0: Who's in this float cabin with me?
2: So it's your own private room. Our float cabins are within a room. So once you step into your room, you have your own shower, you have your own float cabin. The space is just for you.
0: Really? Is anybody watching me? No, we
2: do have an intercom for um, certain clients that maybe want to have communication with us in case they might need us. But you don't have to use that, and most people don't. So once you have your room, it's completely private. Am I in a bathing suit? You can use a bathing suit if you'd like. We suggest not, just because it's going to feel very uncomfortable in the water. There's so much salt, and you really just want to lose yourself. You don't want any type of distractions. Even for ladies, I say, you know, let your hair down, let your hair relax, and just float in the water. You can have the lights off, um, or you can have a a soft salt lamp there, so you can have dim lighting. You can have music. You can have it completely quiet. You're really able to decide what kind of environment you would like in your
0: float room. Grace, I'm floating naked <laughs> yes in your own room <laughs> all right so so what do people experience when they're floating naked in this warm pool of epsom salt
2: some people will feel very energized afterwards since your endorphins kick in from just taking away all the stress because you're really giving your body a break from all that external stimuli and some people will just feel very relaxed almost as if you know maybe you were very tired and you could use more rest it really depends on the person and what's going on because we're all so individual
0: all right can you fall
2: asleep while you're floating yes and it does happen i would say it depends on the person again like joey he falls asleep all the time when he floats i don't (laughs) so i always like to fall asleep but i think a lot of people hope that they fall asleep in there but even if you don't fall asleep you come out very rested
0: mountain float spa it's on main street in new Paltz. go meet grace and joey let me know how it goes So This Is Us got me watching primetime TV again. Maybe you too. It's the story of a mom and a dad during their dating years and then their years raising triplets. The unique thing about this is you get to see it from each character's perspective with flashbacks woven in so brilliantly, you feel like you grew up with all of them. Mandy Moore stars. And today she joins us with Dr. Perry to talk about women's futures. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I am well. I am happy and delighted to speak to both of you.
2: Thank
0: Thank you for having me, Mandy. Your life has really, you know, exploded into so many beautiful directions. How much of this adventure did you plan?
3: always been a planner, I have to say. I've sort of charted out my life from the very beginning, and I think that's why I'm so passionate about being a part of this campaign specifically, because that's what we're encouraging women to do. Um, You know, the Her Life, Her Adventures campaign is essentially an educational and awareness campaign for women to know what their options are, to inspire them to know what they are, and to think about setting goals for themselves and having their priorities in place and knowing kind of what they want out of life in order to plan for whatever adventures, you know, await them and um, part of that obviously would include talking to your doctor about your birth control options and evaluating whether or not family planning is a part of your long term goals and in sort of your life in general, I guess.
0: Dr. Perry, so when we go to our doctors, what should we say? So I think what all women should do is start inquiring about
4: what their options are. A lot of women don't know all of the birth control options that are out there. There are daily, there are non daily, there are long. Longer term options. All of these are reversible. And, you know, it's really something that is personalized and can be tailored to an individual. So, first find out what are your options and then just kind of start talking to your doctor about what you're looking for. What are your needs? What's your lifestyle like? And I think together um, the
3: patient and the doctor can make a
4: great choice for the woman.
3: Yeah, we've been talking like maybe a method that worked for you when you were a teenager isn't necessarily in line with your lifestyle as a 20 year old or 30 year old or something. So, we're really, again, Again, encouraging women to be vocal and to be outspoken with their doctor about what their lifestyle is what their needs are so they can sort of tailor and and make this very personal decision together
4: and a lot of times people are you know nervous about talking to their doctor so you know we just want to say you know I'm a physician and We've been chatting. Your doctor wants to hear yeah. from you. you know? they, they want to know what you're looking for. So get comfortable and and open with your doctor.
0: Do you have advice for mothers and how they should speak to their daughters and, and um, introduce this topic?
4: I will have to say I'm not a mother yet. Um, and I think it is a delicate uh, subject and it's dependent upon the, you know, the specific relationship between a certain mother and her daughter. But I do think this is also something that doctors can help you with. I've definitely had mothers come in separate from their daughters and ask me so hey you know I'm about to start having this conversation would you like to be a part of it can you help so it's definitely something that um, you can talk to your doctor about as well
0: and the website is her well doctor if you ever need any advice just ask Mandy because she's the mother of three
3: <laughs> I know I know <laughs> I have multiples. I'll tell you all about it. Right, right.
0: One is adopted, but you know, uh, Mandy, the TV show This Is Us has just exploded. Did you know when you started the show, it's so different? Did you know this was the was a diamond?
3: Oh, I mean, you can never guess the trajectory of a project. I think all of us were really aware that we were lucky enough to be a part of something we felt was very special. It the the writing is so like elevated and nuanced from you know anything else that we had sort of like seen on the television landscape and I think in that sense we were just we felt very um, grateful to be a part of it. But. I mean, we're, we're still sort of mind-blown every day by, by you know, the success and sort of the affection that people have for the show.
0: Mm. And social media has helped a great deal, because we yes. not only watch the show, then we report on social media as we're watching.
3: Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big part of, like, staying in touch with people and communicating. It's nice to have that sort of instant feedback. And on this campaign, we have social media as well. Yes, absolutely. So you can uh, go to the website, like you mentioned, Her Her com, but you can also follow us on instagram and facebook at her life her adventures
0: perfect all right anything about your life we should know in the uh what's coming up in the future
3: no i'm just like in the midst of work on season two of this is us it's coming out september 26th just plowing forward one foot in front of the other super grateful
0: All right. Thank you both so much. Have a beautiful day.
3: Thanks. Thank you. you.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. And so, our thought for the day must come from the TV show This Is Us and the character William who said, roll all the windows down, Randall. Crank up the music. Grow out that fro. Let someone else make your bed. See you next week. You've been listening to Shine On, The Health and Happiness Show with Casey, an Ella's Leash production. The content of Shine On, The Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at casey.co. That's K A C E Y dot C O. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, The Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning, right here on
4: 100.7 WHUD.